Hi, I'm Madeline, and you're listening to Little Asian Big World. This is my private journal, except it's not really that private anymore because I put it on the internet. <laughs> For today's entry, I wanted to talk about something that I've been thinking about lately, just going through some personal things and thinking about this generation as a whole, like what we go through, because unless you're a part of a certain group, whether that's, you know, a generation or um, a project, you don't exactly really know everything that's going on. You can kind of know of it, but you never really know everything. And even though this isn't going to reveal everything, I feel like it's going to reveal a lot of different things that we as teenagers are feeling in the 21st century in the middle of a worldwide pandemic. And that's something that I feel is really important because if we can realize where everybody is and just kind of like an overall state of being, you know, not everything's going to be the same for every person. I get that, but a generalized type idea of our mindset, then I feel like we can continue to grow and improve each other and our minds and things for the future. And that's what I wanted to do. And also vulnerability sparks vulnerability and just being transparent and not putting on a show, which is something I think you might know by now is something that it's really important to me. But also I'm trying to walk the line between like oversharing and transparency. And that's something I've tried to learn. It's something to learn for a long time, I think, because these things aren't just, you know, revealed to you overnight. It's uh, it's a process. And that's okay. What's it like day to day to be a teenager right now? You are told how to do everything in every aspect of your life. You're told why. You're told who you have to be. You're told what you have to do, say, think, dress like. You know, you feel like a clone. You lack individuality. It's all the same. We don't feel the freedom, I feel like, to be creative and to create. And if we do, there's just huge burden with now this easy access to fame almost, but fame is so quick now. Um, how do you make it last? How do you make it? You know, how do I get noticed in this sea of thousands and hundreds of thousands of millions? <laughs> and um, I feel like we're just being put in a box and everything's cookie cutter. And we're told you have to do X, Y, and Z. And it's just like you check the boxes, you do the thing, and you'll be okay. And straying from that, you just... <clears throat> you We're always searching for something more, but we never really know what more is. And we're told everything is black and white. And looking for more is seen as rebellious. And you lack gratefulness for what you have and what you've been given. When in reality, now is the time here, like this time in your 20s, whatever, to experience like and learn who you are and what makes you tick because even though you're going to live with yourself a hundred percent of the time from now until death from then until death you know birth you're never really going to fully know I feel like who you are because you're we are such multifaceted people that are always changing and different parts of us fade away and different parts are coming up and we'll never fully really truly know who we are or everything about us but there's gonna come a day when I feel like different 
things that we know now will be revealed because, you know, I feel like when he, he, he knows everything about us, right? And I feel like one day that will be revealed to us. We'll finally have some transparency on that because I don't think we, we can right now. And that's something that I haven't really collected my thoughts on. And so I'm not going to talk about it because I'll sound like an idiot. <laughs> but I'm going to move on. Everything in this stage is really weird. It's like a weird in-between stage. And hypocrisy is like running wild. We're told to grow up and this is our time. and But we're still treated like children. And granted, everybody's going through this transition. Everybody involved in your life. Because it's new and you're growing and stuff. It's just, But also, it's just, where is the line? And how are we going to grow together? And make sure we're clear with where we are and what we're doing and yada 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 you know and there are a bunch of different things I think I was going to talk about but I wrote this um a couple days ago and if it's not written down I won't remember it but I (laughs) that's why I have a podcast (laughs) I guess so I can just continue talking we all have a superiority complex this generation gen z even millennials sorry we have a superiority complex because we're Everything is a game to us. It's a competition and it's an achievement. And it's not that we get the participation. It's that we want to be the best always. Even, you know, if it's subconscious. I think. And so, sorry, I'm getting chapstick. But it's just like we are so driven by validation of numbers and rankings that we don't ever truly feel validated by anything other than that. <laughs> I know this is true for me and a bunch of my friends just noticing how we how we react to praise uh, over grades and class rank or you know what we how good of a person that we are in comparison to like progress with some personal things you're struggling with or if you know you're having struggles with your mental health and you're just kind of getting better or worse or you know we don't really acknowledge that because we have this idea that your issues aren't big enough to be issues like you to that you deserve to speak about on because that's seen as complaining right um, speaking about your troubles makes you weak and only the strong quote-unquote endure or, or suffer in silence and that's uh, that's something that's really been shown to me lately about myself and again through people around me it's very it's very interesting we don't really know how to handle ourselves because we don't know who we are but also again cookie cutter we don't feel like we can discover who we are without feeling like a disappointment and I think that's universal for like everybody but in this day and age we're always just told it's in our faces through our phones through any kind of rare actual social physical interaction that we have we're told who to be or how to act or what to say or what to think and that's not okay because if you do that, then I'm not ever going to learn how to, like, become 
a person and think for myself and then try to learn about who I am therefore in Christ and then learning and growing spiritually and that's really really a big deal because your spiritual life is the most important thing about anything I don't think that made sense but your spiritual life is the most important point blank period period queen you tell them I've been going around quoting that and everybody like at school I'll be like period queen and be like you tell them and then we move on with our lives and that's something I really enjoy though about this generation is like all the inside jokes <laughs> but the need for relevancy is a little overwhelming I don't know like that maintaining your relevancy and staying on top of things and all the memes and whatnot it can be a little overwhelming but I'm getting ahead of myself because I want to talk about social media and phones a little bit later instant gratification is all that we know and it's all that we search for because it's our comfort and we are this generation that has a world at our fingertips everything is <laughs> seconds away just about any question that we have and so waiting and being patient and being still is something we're not good at it's something I'm not good at and like we just forget to pause we forget to rest and we forget like that we won't know everything <laughs> I don't know. That's something I struggle with because I'm a control freak. I talk about this all the time. I talk about how I think we as people are control freaks and um, I stand by that. I just got my wisdom tooth out and um, not painful. I just literally looked like Fat Monica and the Chipettes had a baby and then put me in the Chipettes but as the background dancer. <laughs> I haven't been in any pain. It was pretty seamless. I got some really, really good <laughs> wisdom teeth videos. Um, I kept saying that I was immortal and that I in <laughs> the Mona Lisa that I'm a I'm a kazoo <laughs> I'm a comedian I got Chick-fil-a that was really good that's God's chicken house I love Chick-fil-a but anyways I would kill a man for Chick-fil-a I'm not supposed to say that but I would I'm sorry anyways back on track I was going somewhere with that. I don't remember. Anyways, all I know is instant gratification and we constantly, constantly need validation and we constantly need attention. Whether we know it or not, um, we constantly need someone telling us that we're good and giving us the high five and telling us that we're okay. We can't just find it enough in our walk with Christ or in, you know, that telling ourselves you know, just reminders being like, hey, you're doing great. You're okay. We don't validate our feelings. We push them aside because we want someone else to validate them because that means more to us. Because if somebody else see, because if someone else sees it, it has to be true, right? Hmm. <laughs> uh, may have just attacked some of you there. I just attacked myself, you know. We don't know how to exist outside of our phones as teenagers. It's a comfort. Something I'll talk about later. It's very interesting to me. I, I do it. I know I do it. And everything just seems like the same old, same old. And we just get really tired and drained and tired and tired. And we're not expected to be tired. We're expected to have energy and be teenagers. But you don't know the toll that it's not that you didn't experience any of you older people that listen, um, you know, bullying and judgment and stuff it's just like it's been amplified and it's constantly in our faces 
and you don't really know what that does to a person <laughs> until it happens to you or someone's super super close to you and even then you don't see all of it you know that's the thing like hurt is invisible most of the time because we don't feel the need to validate it we don't feel the need to say that okay something is wrong we we don't remember we don't think that's right we don't recollect we don't recognize that we've normalized hiding things that are wrong because we think that when things are wrong we're being burdensome but in reality we're just being people and if we were just not hurting all the time and not you know learning and growing and doing things and being pushed and pulled in many different directions and we would just be robots and that's something i struggle with I struggle with just like not leaving my house and staying in my room with my dog and closing the door. And I just, I, I realize that I don't know how to have fun. I don't know how to go out and be a teenager. It's like you look from far away and you are, you know, you're 12 and you're sitting with your friends and you're like, okay, when we're a teenager, we're going to do X, Y, and Z. And it's almost like this expectation that when you hit a certain age, you're going to hit this wall and you're magically going to know what to do and how to have fun and not, you know, in a wholesome way, but also experience life because experiencing life can't always be from same old, same old, safe place <laughs> because that's just boring and robotic and no one needs that that's not how you develop and grow and move past what you are and who you are but you know yeah something i've realized you know is like i am constantly go 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 and so as our culture um we forget to rest you know, our culture has normalized restlessness and, and guilt and more when we do rest. Therefore, we don't truly stop because, again, it's just like if you acknowledge it, it's real. And if it's real, then you're burdensome. And if you're burdensome, then you need help. And if you need help, you have to rely on other people. And it's this whole spiraling thing. It's just like, I can do it by myself. I promise I can do it. Because I know I have this mindset of like people have their other problem uh, other people have their problems like why am I trying to put mine on them but then I realized that we were given community for a reason and friendship and relationships in general uh family platonic romantic we were given them for a reason now do we have to learn how to navigate them a uh, ten thousand percent but we can't navigate them from our houses sitting in a room by ourselves doing puzzles or reading or watching a movie by ourselves for hours on end and that was directly added at myself <laughs> so if you felt a little attacked maybe you should join me and try to get out a little bit more learn how to have fun and learn to get out there and live you know but also learn how to rest you know our worth is based on how much we do how fast we do it and how well we do it rest is we have this mindset sorry that rest is for the week and it's made out to be evil we just don't know how to rest we don't know the importance of rest but since the creator rested we rest which is important to see because if he can speak us into existence in his breath is in our lungs at this very second and he even took a moment not out of necessity but out of just for him just out of reverence, I guess, 
I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. And someone who is really versed in theology can probably tell you, so I'm not going to say anything about it. I don't want to be direct you in the wrong place. But, like, he rested. That's the, that point-blank period. We think we are strong enough to, like, go, go, go and, and until we can't anymore and then we think that something's wrong with us when we were tired when we've not given ourselves a break for months and months maybe even years on end searching for what <laughs> working for what working for who do you have the confidence enough confidence and trust in God to rest you know you love, quote-unquote, all these things that people say, these quotes, What maybe even what I'm saying about, you know, taking time to breathe and then go back and, and you know, be a sheep leading another sheep. But you won't apply it. It's more of an adoration uh, and an, uh, an observation, not like an influence, a change, like you aren't repenting. You aren't making a turn and saying that you'll never go back. You're just saying, oh, cool, great. Maybe that might work for me, but mm, I like what I'm doing now. It's comfortable. It may not be good. It may not be safe. It may not, you know, whatever, but it's comfortable, so I'll stay here. Um, yeah. <laughs> what do you idolize? Because passion is shown through pattern and persistence if you're idolizing yourself or something else that other than christ you know it's going to be shown and speak we sorry we have this mindset you know of you aren't troubled like them you don't deserve to speak you don't deserve to complain you know be quiet everybody's struggling what makes you think you deserve to talk about yours and that's something that I've been trying to overcome and kind of walk the line again of oversharing and and then having an appropriate amount of transparency and I hope that I'm <laughs> doing okay but here I, this is something I wanted to say don't waver in faith just because God didn't do x y and z he didn't you know let you date uh, him or her. He didn't let you have an opportunity that you so badly wanted. He didn't bring you money and fame. Like, whatever. Don't waver in faith just because it's not on your plan. And God didn't absolutely deliver exactly what you wanted when you, said, when you asked for it. You know? And something else I'm learning about. And I'm trying to be more active on in my own life, you know, got to walk the talk, is boldness. Just because you're courageous doesn't mean you aren't scared. You're courageous despite fear because your confidence in God's power outweighs the negative, and that's something that I've just been trying to remind myself of, even though, you know, I have all these clashing thoughts and being told what to do and who to be, who to what to say, how to act, right? Everything about me is just like already pre-made by the world, but also there's another part of me that's been freed and liberated from that. And what am I listening to? <laughs> am I listening to the one that says rest and rest in me and your burden will be easy? Um, it'll be light because I've conquered the world. 
take up your cross daily and follow me. All these amazing things. Or am I listening to the world that tells me I'm not good enough and just shut up? You just, you have to remember humbleness. Where you came from and who you are. Because um, that's really, really important. James, I don't know if I'm making sense or if I'm running in circles, but this is something I really, really, really wanted to say to anybody my age. James, 1, 21. Therefore, ridding yourselves of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent, humbly receive the implanted word which is able to save your souls. So, I'm just saying, try to listen to the truth and meditate on that and listen to what is good and be patient and silent and wait in expectation for him like of course accept him but like expect him to work and pray over that and just expect his presence because his presence is everywhere and his plan will be carried out and that's what I wanted to say but there are some really really amazing things that I love about being a teenager and even though there's this back and forth of like searching for holiness and this is kind of where I am right now I wanted to talk about some more I guess lighthearted things it's like you don't have a specific thing to be tied down to you know not a job I mean you have school and maybe like a side job but you have some sort of freedom and you can kind of live without regret try new things experiment and if you just kind of mess up or whatever it's kind of put under the label of teen behavior and it's brushed off and you have an opportunity to experiment and learning about yourself and discovering yourself and just that's really cool it's a blessing in disguise it's really hard and you're going to be doing this for the rest of your life but in this like beginning i would say the big this is really the beginning like preteen years you could never pay me enough money to go back to middle school when it all started. But now, I'm just sitting and learning new things. And I have some, a little bit, like, a macro molecules worth of wisdom. And I, navigating it's a little bit easier. <laughs> you know, life and learning and introspection, which is always hard. And um, accepting who you are and what you're saying and then therefore knowing how or when to make changes that align with you know Christ that's really important and it's really really cool and it's a blessing that even in this beginning we get to we get to do this and we humbly receive the implanted word which is able to save your souls right we're undeserving of the word we're undeserving of this guidebook the truth that's living and we're undeserving of that, but yet it's he's leading us and he lives inside of us. And that's super cool. And it sounds super cliche. But something I noticed was like we see these cliche things and we just move on. But we they're cliche because they have power. So why do we just push away, you know, that impact that it has? We just brush it off. We're like, oh, same old, same old. I do it. You know, like especially like T-shirts and stuff. People put stuff on T-shirts. I'm like, been there, done that. Well, if I've been there, done that and then remembering this would be important to me. I wouldn't just brush it off. Something I thought about tonight in church. We have, oh, sorry, yeah. We have opportunities and outlets right now to make lifelong memories because 
we dependency on your parents is still okay but you have some free time you have some new freedom and I'm so sorry I just ate dinner but we have now this opportunity that it's okay to think about the future and not have everything planned out and that's really really cool that we can just kind of sit here and think about you know what makes the world turn or what we're gonna wear to a school dance you know we're getting an opportunity to learn and grow and learn more about ourselves it um, hopefully for the benefit of ourselves and others in our lives and the people involved in our lives. And I think that's really, really cool. We have the option, you know, to go out or stay home, which is really interesting because you don't always think that that's a blessing. We're not quite adults. We don't have the responsibilities, but we're not quite a preteen. Uh, we don't have such strict rules. We have It's an introduction to freedom and a liberation from taxes. And the thing about being... A teenager is just you have this feeling of being infinite and you get so many possibilities and it's and like wondering about the future and what you get to do with your life that is really short here but also it's you're here for a good bit so what are you gonna do and you get to think about it and all the possibilities and ways you get to do it and something you want to do with the rest of your life and that's really cool but something I really hate is that you when you're 18 you have to know exactly what you're going to do with your life and yada 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 it's like that's so I don't even know who I am hardly like I get it I'm never going to fully know who I am but also I have to sort of learn and like pick up on very permanent patterns that I have that just kind of make me me so then therefore moving forward I can kind of identify new things and old things right now for some not so amazing things or some things that are just meh <laughs> that's all I can think of just like meh um, keeping up relationships all kinds of relationships platonic family um Romantic, just like navigating all the bumps because we don't really have a lot of wisdom or experience because that comes with, you know, time and going out and doing things. And if you're like me and scared to leave your house and you just kind of don't want to go out a lot or you just want to be a homebody and you don't really have a lot of experiences and then you go out in the real world and you're expected to know all these things because you're a teenager, it's just like, oh my gosh. Let me go back to my hole and just watch more Taylor Swift documentaries. I just watched that recently, and I have so much respect for her. She's been through a lot, and I respect that she stands up for what she believes in. Because even if our beliefs are different, I have an expectation of you to stand up for what you believe in and wholeheartedly back what you believe in. Like, I believe in Christ. I believe that he was sent down and he was 100% man and he was 100% human and he lived out a perfect life and he was slain for our sins as a perfect sacrifice. But then three days later, he rose again and now he saved us all and his spirit has come down and his spirit can live in us. And I believe that and I've been changed and I'm going to back it. I'm trying with boldness and every chance that I get, but remembering to be tender remembering gentleness remembering humbleness because these things are not you know of our own doing it's not a, it's not something we earned it's a gift it's a privilege and it's free and we keep messing up but it it's still available to us and he's still not only is it available he pursues us which is really cool and i tangents but they're good tangents i think 
I really, 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 really hate being awkward in public and just not having anybody to talk to. And I know it's okay not to talk to anybody, but when other people are talking to their friends and I don't have my friends there with me yet, or they're just not coming to this event, I feel really inadequate and awkward and I just want to go home. And that's something I really hate. It's just like not, I'm not really, I think I, I like to think I am. And sometimes I, I'd prove this to myself more than I do it just to prove it to myself more than anything. But it's just like, I'm not secure enough in who I am to like not have somebody else with me. Like that's a security blanket. And that's something I'm working on. Just being fulfilled, being by myself. Cause nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. Nobody cares. That's all. Um, love. <laughs> Romantic love. Hi. Hi. Gonna expose myself. Hi, I'm Madeline. I'm 17 years old and I've never had a boyfriend. And that's okay. But, and just like, it's really hard to navigate all this stuff. Cause like, I don't even know, like, you know, the fundamentals of myself. So how am I going to know to look for the fundamentals in somebody else and how if I don't even know the fundamentals of, my, of myself how can I love them and how can I like get to know them and how can I reform them to be Christ like hmm? so uh yeah that's where I am and of course like I like I think about relationships and stuff and I don't want to go into this because it's really embarrassing because <laughs> I don't handle this well because I don't know how to handle emotions but <laughs> It's just like not on my priority list right now, but also things are very tempting. And I'm trying, uh, I'm trying to know where I am to, and to know if these things are good or, or a good idea or not. And they're not looking like a good idea. So, hi, I'm Madeline, I'm 17, and I haven't ever had a boyfriend, and it doesn't look like I'm gonna have one soon unless Jesus is just like this one. It's like, okay, Jesus, that's whatever you say. But just like, actually going out and living, which I've talked about, striving for holiness, which I think I've talked about a lot, um, being told who to be, cookie cutter, right, check boxes, finding happiness in other people is a huge one for me, I, um, I can't ever be fulfilled with just kind of sitting by myself like I was talking about earlier, I can't just be fulfilled knowing that I don't always have to be entertained by somebody, and Part of that is, like, I don't really like introspection. It's something that I'll do, definitely, because um, it's part of life. But it always just seems like constant because my brain doesn't turn off, fun fact. And it just moves, like, a million miles an hour. Like, a million miles an hour. And I can't slow it down. And I can't pinpoint anything that's going on. And I can't remember anything. That's why I journal a lot. It's because that's really the only way that I've found that I can express what I'm thinking collectively and comprehensively but also like slow everything down to where I understand it and that's really why I love journaling and I can also be transparent and write out whatever I want whenever I want and just be angsty or you know be sad or be sassy <laughs> or be like a teenage girl and recently I've been so teenage girl right on all my writing it's like does he like me does she like me like all my friends are x y and z or blah 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 just such temporary things and it's okay to think about those temporary things because eventually some of the these things actually I take that back they're not temporary they're just like oh so mundane topical right 
why can't I always just think about different things like why does the world turn or why what are stars or like uh how can we fix pollution and stuff like that like why can't I be so profound instead of being like x y and z Sammy T doesn't like me <laughs> like what if Sammy T does like me what if I hurt Sammy T's feelings stuff like that uh yeah but I tend to find happiness in other people and I search for happiness and not joy and I let comparison be the thief of the joy that I do have and I let you know my brain can be very obsessive in one track it it is and um I just like once I get on a lane I just I keep going and I keep going and I spiral and it gets worse and I let that moment just kind of overtake and make a, a bad moment turn into a terrible day and so I'm trying to get out of that mindset and this has really helped me I think we have really selfish thinking but we would also help someone with their issues and then hide our own like they don't exist <clears throat> again I'm so sorry this is like the fourth time I've burped <clears throat> that's five I just ate dinner I always tend to record like right after I ate dinner and that's not a good idea because it's really gross but it is what it is it's life it's this is what I call transparency. It's adequate, I'd suppose. <laughs> we just like, we're so quick to help other people because we we're so stuck suffering and in need of that validation, but it's okay to validate other people, just not ourselves. And it, and it's easier to look at other people because it's not ourselves are not ourselves and we're not constantly living with them, right? It's just everything about us goes on the back burner because suddenly it becomes super shameful again we have this idea that their problems are worse so ours don't even deserve to be like talked about acknowledged like validated like they aren't even problems it's just like we're like oops it happened we're so robotic we tend to be because like feelings are scary <laughs> they're really really scary and they can be intense or and confusing but that's what makes us human and if we didn't have it we'd be really lack of free will and be just like stiff <laughs> just like imagine not having a personality like the thing that makes you like yourself and how you appeal to other people and how other people appeal to you and like imagine not having that that's crazy to me we as a generation as a people even consume stress and that has become comforting like, if we're not stressed out, we're not doing enough, we're not, we need to do more, we're not being enough, we're not being the best that we can absolutely be. And sometimes the best that we can absolutely be is resting. Taking a moment to breathe and realizing that other people need to breathe too. And we're so quick to say, like, go take your me time, but then we don't apply it. It's an observation, it's not an application. Ooh, put that on a t-shirt. Anyways validation through a number that's a really big one I keep talking about the same things over and over again but it's just like we have this endless cycle almost of all oh, this good but also this bad because life's confusing and our bodies are changing and all that gross stuff you know you have to maintain your image you have to maintain your connections you have to maintain relevance you have to maintain your school you have to maintain your job all your responsibilities school teaches me how to think what to think and not how to think it teaches me to be mindless and fill out the boxes and check do check off the list and be cookie cutter it doesn't teach me creativity or how to fight for myself how to think 
how to be a person. It teaches me what they think I should be, not how to be, how to grow. And that's something that bothers me. I don't really like school. I'm really thankful for my education. I know many people don't get the education that I get. But also, it's just, I don't know. I don't feel like I, I get to experience being a person. Like, it's so limited. It's like, you want to do something? Uh, that's kind of ungrateful of you. There are so many other people. And I keep saying the same things over and over again, but I think that is a prime example. Happiness is an expectation. I'm going to say that again because that deserves to be on a t-shirt and like marked out. It's like happiness is an expectation. We are young, obviously, but just because we're young doesn't mean we don't have problems or burdens or obstacles or we don't have a, something difficult going on in our lives. And we're expected to be happy and energetic all the time. We, we don't get tired. We can't complain our bodies are at their prime and we aren't hurting all the time you know physically and all this other stuff but just because we're young doesn't mean we don't go through obstacles because that's just absurd like you hear about all these people and they go through all these different things and they're the same age as you but it's almost like they're not in your mind, you know? Like, you don't connect. You disassociate those two things. Yep. Uh, trying not to be super hormonal. Dude, I, I was talking. I, I asked a bunch of my friends. A bunch of these are their, their ideas, too. And their takes on it. I was just like, best things, worst things. Da, 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 da. And they were just like, keeping from going off on people. Because it's so hard. It's so irritating. One, we're hormonal, hormonal, but two, like we have this expectation of happiness. We have this expectation of never being burdened and all this other stuff. And it's just like, I need a moment to rest, but yet the culture is telling me not to rest. And the culture is telling me to go, go, go. And telling me that nothing that I do is right and that I have to search for validation through a number and through a ranking. And it's crazy. And so trying not to be super hormonal and on the other end, just like holding my tongue and being patient. Also, it's like there's this huge filter put on the world and then you hit like 14, 15, 16. And then it's just like all at one time, it's just yanked away and you see everything in the world. (laughs) And you're just trying to understand because all this information is being thrown at you. But you don't even hardly know what makes yourself tick. So how can you make know what the world, what makes the world go round? And of course, it's a blessing that now we have this time to think and grow. But like, dude, it's so overwhelming. We're going to keep moving on because this is a little longer than I thought it would be. But that's okay. You're being swallowed by the world. And then your issues. So you internalize everything, right? As a generation, general, if you don't do that, fantastic. Teach me your ways. But if you're like me, you internalize everything. And then, you know, all these new things are being thrown at you. And you just don't know what to think. And you're literally drowning in information and things and feelings. And you just can't catch a breath. You can't. You can't take a moment to digest. It's like always something new is in your face. Especially now because everything's at the tip of, uh, at our fingertips. And there's constantly news 
nonstop, 24 hours a day, uh, 365 days a week. Whoa. 365 days a year, 52 days a week. <laughs> no, 52 weeks in a year. I don't know. You know what I mean, but whatever. Thing, we aren't taken seriously. You know, again, teenage behavior, but on the opposite side of that. We want to do things and make a change, but we don't really know what to do or how to do it. We don't have the resources, but we do, but we don't. You know, there are expectations put on us, um, and we just were burdened by them because we didn't even get a chance to realize what we wanted. Like, we as individual people, what I wanted, say, like, this doesn't happen to me, but I have to become a lawyer because um, X, Y, and Z happened. But I don't want to be a lawyer because I have this undiscovered passion of painting or singing or, um, let's see, business. But I never discovered that because this lane was cut out for me, right, from a test. And that test just means everything. It's just, like, trained us to, like, only accept a, a, a rating, a, um, a grading uh, by some something bigger than ourselves. And, of course, something bigger, the thing that we should be, you know, concerned about that's bigger than ourselves is Christ. But it's not. We let numbers rule our lives, if you haven't noticed. We want to be somebody important. <laughs> Question is how, why, when? Whoop! That was my dog. <laughs> I thought he just like died, but he was just jumping off the bed. Um, I know a lot of people have trouble with saying the word no, and they just feel guilty over saying the word no and just putting up a boundary and learning where their limit is. And even if they know where their limit is, it's just like, you always put other people first. And of course you're supposed to put other people first, but you can't fill somebody's cup if yours is empty. And this is kind of irrelevant. But I saw this video and it was <laughs> the teacup effect, I think. I don't know, you can Google it, make sure I'm correct. But you have this like 32 ounce cup, like huge. Then you have a teacup and you are the large cup and you pour everything you have, love, adoration, who you like who you are as a person time whatever all that into the steak up and it overflows and it can't contain it it can't hold it it can't fully comprehend you're just overwhelming it and then it's sitting there full to the brim and you expect it to give it back and even though it's full to the brim and it's giving you everything it's got it's still not enough because it's not equivalent and so you have to learn if you have to learn excuse me if you need to have someone of equal capacity or if you can Learn to be okay and ration out what you give. Does that make sense? So you don't overwhelm them and they don't underwhelm you, right? That's something I thought that was really cool. You got to balance life and you got to balance all the things that you do because now you've been given this freedom, but it's really like a weird type of freedom, but you've been given freedom nonetheless. And now you have all these new responsibilities and it's a balancing act and you're just kind of been thrown into and you have to learn about other teenagers are literally so mean. They're so mean and just, ugh. there's so much uncalled hate and judgment and it's crippling and we don't even think of twice about it. It's just like one, two, three, done. That instant gratification because once that moment's over, we think it doesn't affect us. And maybe 
first off it doesn't but eventually it'll catch up to us I had to learn that the hard way just like I was like oh that won't affect me but then later on I just realized x y and z was because of mm, whatever happened you know so just have kindness but also if you have boldness and what you're saying is something true and completely wise you have to learn to say that with kindness and gentleness but if it's so revolutionary and everything in the gospel calls us to discomfort aren't you gonna hurt feelings because it's not comfortable <laughs> you know so just remember that remember remember the balance the difference between hate and judgment but then also bringing truth even though we don't always you know want it it's here you know and sharing it at the appropriate time with the appropriate attitude and attributes following it and you know just encompassing that entire experience remember that it's very important unfair treatment based solely on physical age mental and spiritual age mean absolutely so much more when it's convenient to them they're like oh she's so mature when she's being quiet and just nodding along with whatever you're saying and like making a profound quote-unquote statement because they said that they like you know what you like tea or something but if they say something you know, that's kind of more so in your face and you just don't really like it. You just kind of put it under that teen behavior label and you're just like, Ugh, throw it away and you're not heard. And we just want to be heard. We want to be listened to. It's not that you have to agree, but you have to be willing to put forth the time and the effort to listen. That's all we want. Childhood and tra childhood trauma and anxiety caused by childhood trauma. Again, you know, we don't even think twice about that that hate meant, whoa, hate and judgment until it comes and bites us back in the butt. And this could be from parental figures, authority figures, people, peers, your age, you know, siblings, um, an abusive relationship of any kind, romantic, platonic, family, whatever. Those things just kind of come at this time I feel like just kind of surface up we kind of begin to I don't know just kind of kind of dive into that because we're like what's this and it's just kind of gribbling it's very interesting to me and something else that somebody said errands like it's kind of annoying I'm not gonna lie but I like it at the moment but also I'm gonna have to do errands for the rest of my life so I completely get that one and I could totally put that in there because I felt like you know Dude, now I don't always want to run to Walmart. <laughs> I don't always want to run to Walmart by myself, you know? And this generation, we don't exist, you know, in person. We exist quickly and virtually. We have the attention span of goldfish, right? And we're very hateful and quick to speak. We aren't slow to... We aren't quick to listen and slow to speak and slow to anger. It's just immediate reactions because we have this instant mindset. Everything is now. Everything is go, go, go. Everything is do more, be more. Success, success, success. But what is success? That's something you're going to have to define for yourself. Um, to me, success is being at the best spiritual, 
mental and physical and emotional state that you can be at. And success is being content knowing that you are worthless and broken and ugly, but yet you are still redeemed and you can be used to lead other sheep because the gospel doesn't stop with you. It's being more than yourself, you know, allowing yourself to be used for the furthering of his kingdom, right? It's being redeemed. Success is running away from sin and growing more Christ-like every single day. You're going to fall short, but every single day you strive for holiness. That's what success is to me. And again, once your spiritual life's in order, everything else will just fall into place. But I don't think as a generation we understand that. We understand now. We don't understand the long game. We don't understand how to run a marathon. We don't, again, this is not again, but we live in a hookup culture and it's so quick. That's it. I feel like it's a good example of everything being so quick. It's just like now, 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 but we don't know how to talk and get to know each other without, you know, all the stuff getting in the way, all the quick and easy, just like in your face type things. And once that fades away, what do you have? Nothing. So you break up and you move on and you cry and then you find somebody else to do the same exact thing with because we are now people. But something about this generation is it's different because we just don't know how to be physical people, real people, and no other generation knows how to handle us and the entire culture we have made around devices and social media. And through these things, we have completely reset the way we think, the way we pass around information, the way we dress, the way we talk, the way we handle business, everything. Relevancy is your world. We are only accepted because they are the creators of this monster. We're only accepted because this new way of life is so revolutionary. They can't help but benefit. And we're the only ways that they can benefit because they don't understand it. But this is the way our minds work. This is the way we've grown up on it, right? Social media is our escapism. Like devices and this aesthetic that we put up. This overview, this front page. It's kind of fake. It's really, really fake. Everything on social media is basically fake. There are cages that we gladly lock ourselves into because despite being trapped, we're free because we're content being comfortably contained. I just butchered that, but I think you understand. Again, another t-shirt moment. Make it a sticker or something. I don't know. We have two extremes of this, you know, mindset. Completely fit in, blend in. Don't be different and you'll be fine or be quote-unquote different. I lean towards the other one and I um, and I don't cross these double standards a lot of the time because of it. And fitting in either, crossing those double standards is hard. Like dressing up and wearing really cute jewelry and wearing a skirt and wearing high heels. But also talking about this messed up, very... I don't want to throw just random words out, but mis- misogynistic, um, implanted racist, racist, like all these negative things. Like that's my mindset and having to rewire that and talking about it and bringing that to light and bringing, you know, 
how to have not like a worldly mindset like that, but how to have a Christ-like mindset and how to see everybody as equal and all this other stuff, yada, 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 politics. Right? But it's like you almost can't do this. They cancel each other out. They don't. And they don't. (laughs) That's it. Simple. We have a rebellious yet compliant mindset you know we have to be different and we have to speak out and we have to do all these different things but then we go and be hypocritical and we hide all of our problems but we help everybody else with their problems and we tell everybody that it's okay to struggle but it's not okay for ourselves to struggle all this we're so hypocritical and we have this need to constantly be in the loop know the latest trends the latest you know videos memes you know jokes inside jokes This generation is just an entire inside joke. And if you don't know it, you're just kind of irrelevant, thrown off to the side, and you just aren't an actual teenager. That's it. That's how it's seen. But in reality, like, when it, since when has, like, teenagism, that's not a word, but teenagism been defined by your relevancy and not just, not popularity, relevancy, like, how much you know about everything. And it's just like, I know all this is hurting me, but it's comfortable. And I'm trying to step out of that, and I hope that you are too. How am I coping? Trying to be consistent in the word and having a good support system and being a good support system for other people, right? Learning who I am in Christ and in Him learning that truth and not listening to all this garbage, right? Remembering humbleness, remembering who I am, and remembering then... That the gospel doesn't stop with me and that sheep lead sheep and that it's okay to struggle. Uh, let me go find it. It's in 2 Timothy, I think. We're going to find it really quick. I've got my Bible out and it's going to take just a second. It's either 1 Timothy or 2 Timothy. I will bet you money it is 2 Timothy. Yes, it is 2 Timothy 1, 8 through 9. I'll read 1, 8 through 9. So... Don't be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord or of me, his prisoner. Instead, share in suffering for the gospel, relying on the power of God. He has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which is given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. So don't be, don't be scared of your journey. Don't be shameful of it, you know. Find... Nope, not find. Actually, yeah. Maybe, I don't know. But make all the glory go to him because that's what all that matters. Period, Anuk. Period, Queen, you tell him. Dovinky? Okay, whatever. I listen to music a lot. It's been really, really, really beneficial to me. Uh, I've been listening to Taylor Swift a lot and I watched her um, folklore, actually, and I watched her documentary on uh, Netflix. It was really inspiring because, again, that's... That transparency was very uplifting, right? Because we all go through so similar things, but yet we're so silent about them, right? Sometimes we have to take a breath and gather our thoughts, but also it's okay to talk about it once we're ready and once it's time. So just make sure it's time for you. And that's one thing I'm trying to learn. I journal every single day, like I said. Not going to talk about that again, but it's one of my favorite things to do on the planet. And when I finish this, I'll be journaling. Um, I haven't been journaling really consistently for the past couple of days, but 
trying to, I've just been really tired, and so I've just kind of been laying around like a sack of potatoes, but we're going to fix that tonight, and we're going to be consistent in the word, and dude, I'm human too. I'm not like every single day, every single hour, just like, yes, let me consume the word and have a 45-minute Bible study on the hour, right? I'm not, and um, I'm working on consistency and trying to learn about Christ and who He is to me and who I am in Him and all these other things. Again, I am trying to get back into reading. Um, I've been trying to talk to people in real life, you know, learning about boundaries and overstepping and you know, learning when it's time to stay quiet and when it's time to talk, learning. These are lifelong lessons, but at the ripe age of 17, it's, yeah, yeah. That's all. A noise. That's all I got for you. <laughs> right? Um, it's all of that kind of stuff. And, yeah, I've got some more takes on that, but we'll talk about that later. I'm trying to be more self-aware, not so, but not hyper-aware and obsessive. You know, it's okay to acknowledge things, but it's not okay to obsess over them. And my mind just tend to, just immediately. So, I'm, I'm trying to fix that. Trying to, I mean, I can't do it on my own. It's through Christ, of course, and through the community that he provides and all the wisdom and stuff, yada, yada, yada. But there are things that we as people work on. And taking time to rest. I think that is a huge factor. Because even though you are young, it's okay to rest. Please, if you didn't hear anything else from me today, even though you are young, it's okay to rest. Put the phone down. Be a person. Journal, listen to music, go sit in a field. I don't care. Put the phone down. Thank you. Um, I think that's it, but if it's not, that's why I have a podcast, but thank you so much for listening. It means the absolute world to me, and please make sure to check out all the podcast socials. They're in the description. If you like what you hear, leave a review or a rating, you know, talk to me. I'd love to talk to you. There's only like 10 of you, so I can talk to you. You know, I love you all, and you'll be hearing from me soon, and Jesus loves you. Bye. (laughs)